So, John, let's have a little discussion here. There was a question asked on Reddit that I'd like us to answer. The question is, is there an album or a band that everyone hypes up and you just can't get into? So the question is, an album or a band? I think we should answer both of those. Like, let's start with a band everyone likes and you just can't get into them, and then we'll move to an album. So so do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first? You go ahead. All right. I'm going to be on a soapbox, probably. Go ahead. We'll see. So for me, the band I just can't seem to to really get into, a band that I just haven't seen the hype in, is Meet Me at the Altar. Okay. I, I really have tried to listen to them. I've really tried to like them. But everything released before their latest song, Say It To My Face, is really, honestly, it's mediocre at best. And I'm probably going to receive some hate for that, but it really is mediocre at best. Like, I honestly have never seen the hype this band gets. Like, there seems to be a good amount of people, not a ton, that really enjoy their music. But I definitely don't fall into that category. And I have tried. I've really, really tried to like them. And I think they classify or people classify their music as easy core. And maybe that style just isn't for me, but it does sound like a genre that I could get into. Uh, But for me, most of their songs before their last track, Say It To My Face, all seem like I think the problem was all the melodies being sung did not go with the music being played like at all, like parts of their songs just sounded like a jumbled mess at times and i've said it before i always felt like the guitars were just too much at times like almost as if the guitar player was overplaying Mm. um and the guitars because of that overplaying the guitars just stuck out way too much and i couldn't concentrate on the rest of the song i couldn't concentrate on the vocals i couldn't concentrate on what the lyrics were so for me i guess the songs weren't They just weren't easily listenable. Now, I will say that I think their guitar player is very good at playing guitar. I think she's really good. I know I wouldn't be able to play like she does. And I think Edith, the lead vocalist, is great. I I have always just thought that Edith's, Edith's vocals and the guitar playing just never matched up. They just never. I've always loved the All in the Family song. They just never went together smoothly. And now with that said, I do think their most recent release in Say It To My Face is a better direction for this band. It's a safer approach, and it's more pop punk than anything, more than that easy core that uh, I guess people say they are. The guitar playing definitely was more relaxed, which I've always thought they should do. There's definitely no overplaying of guitar. The song is just way different than their previous releases, and in a good way. And it's probably because the song is credited with two other notable songwriters that are not in the band. Aha. Uh-huh. And I do think that that's an important fact. And I think, and I know this is a hot take, and I'm really going to piss some people off. Frauds. Uh, I, I'm not saying they're frauds, but frauds. I do think since Fueled by No, I Ramen, said frogs. Oh, frogs. They're, yeah. they're humans. They're oh, okay. definitely humans. Gotcha. Um, but I think since Fueled by Ramen is, since that's their label, Fried I, by I, ramen. Think, I think since Fueled by Ramen is putting a lot of money into this band, 
I think it was wise that they hooked this band up with some songwriters who have had some commercial success because possibly some want, studio musicians. Uh, I, I don't know. Hey, I don't know. Maybe, but I don't want this to sound mean, but to me, like I'm glad they hooked them up with some songwriters with some commercial success because to me it was clear that they didn't know how to write a good commercial song on their own. And again, I don't want that to sound mean, like, but it, to me, when listening to it, because I tried to like them, I really did, but it was clear that they needed help. Like, and I've always thought this. And for me, when I saw the credited songwriters on this track, it really just proved my point because all of their other tracks just credit Meet Me at the Altar mm-hmm. or Edith and T or Tay or whatever. I, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say it. Uh, the guitar players. Uh, first name, but I will say, I think they do have the potential to write their own good songs and they are learning from the best. So that's good. They are, and they're a young band. Uh, so they will get there. I don't want this to be like all negative. Like I, I don't like to be negative towards anybody. Is it, uh, but I M E A T meet or M E E T meet. It's M E E T. Okay. <laughs> it's a whole uh, different band. It really is. Um, Wow. Uh, But again, yeah, I don't want this to be negative. So I will say that I am still interested to see where they go, even though it's clear that they have, you know, big label backing. But I do think for obvious reasons, their success could prove to be like a big benefit to the scene. So we'll see. We'll see. So, well, I saw their uh, performance. I think it was on Colbert, wasn't it? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, or maybe it was Fallon. I don't know. One of the one yeah. of the late night shows. Uh, uh-huh. uh, yeah, fraud. Well, they weren't playing. I fraud. mean, it's clear that they weren't playing their instruments. Uh, but I will also say that this band has, because you kind of alluded to it, you called them. I thought you said frauds, but you said frogs. I've said uh, I've actually said both now. <laughs> okay, uh, I will say this band has been accused by a lot of fans in the scene of being industry plants. I'm not Ooh. saying they are. But, John, I'm thinking maybe we should do an episode on industry plants. What do you think? I agree. I think maybe that'll be another I think we should episode. just turn this into a conspira- conspira- conspiracy theory podcast. Let me spit that out. Maybe we should. Yeah. Maybe we should. Music conspiracies. All right, John. What about you? What's the band that everybody hypes up that you can't get? Oh, geez. I didn't really have a band. I just attacked, like, really uh, highly thought of albums. All right, and let's move really, the albums then. I went to uh, you know our kind of time period, so mid mid aughts and early aughts. Okay, what you got? Um, Black Parade, My Chemical Romance. Never Dude, got I'm it. With you, don't like it. Dude, hey, I'm with you on just My Chemical Romance in general. Well, I always liked Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. I thought it was a good record. Um, Does that one I have never teenagers liked... on it? No. I think that no. Teenagers is on Black Parade, I think, maybe. Oh, I like Teenagers. Okay. I feel like that's a smash of a single. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I never liked the, the motif of the band and the, you know, I look like I'm dead kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, like, I get you. Cramps already did it. Mm-hmm. Also, a band that wasn't great live to me either. But, yeah, I don't like that record. I would agree. I, I don't agree. like the the rock opera thing. It had just been done by Green Day, too. So, it was, you know, the... American idiot kind of thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and it's been done countless times before that. So, you know, the, fair enough. That kind of uh, thematic stuff, I've never really been a big fan of. 
I'm with you. I think for me, like I never got into My Chemical Romance because I feel like I was, there were just a lot of bands at that time when they came out and I sure. felt like I had my core bands that I was listening to. So I, I didn't, didn't like really, for him. I didn't. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, I, I own three cheers because I, you know, it's nostalgic for me. I enjoy that record. That's oh, pretty good. Their first record was decent too, but uh, n- never being a big fan of that one and people love it. I don't know. I don't know why they do. Classic. Speaking of not being able to play your songs, uh, Hawthorne Heights, Silence in Black and White. Okay. An emo staple from back in the day. Yep. 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 Um, just a heaping pile of garbage, if you ask me. Just <laughs> terrible. Uh, John, don't Awful screaming. Just everything I hated about the emo scene, all wrapped up in a, a, a nice package there. Uh <laughs> Just Keep saccharin, side parted garbage. <laughs> you heard it here first. I never got uh, into Hawthorne Heights either. I didn't. No, they I mean, didn't do it for me. Uh, I I found out right after their album came out. Like, oh, the, yeah, they couldn't play the guitar part, so they had their like guitar tech come in and do all the guitar work on that record. Oh wow, that's awesome. Uh, but the screaming's terrible. It's just. Just one of those bands that maybe were forced. Well, all these honest. records, I want to make the point. I went back and lo- tried to listen to them and tried to get through them, and uh, still couldn't. All right, so that's why they stayed yep. on the list. Uh, but to be fair, though, I must spread it out. Uh, what's thought of as a really top of the line pop punk kind of record saves the day through being cool. Never liked it. Yep, I also never got into saves the day. So, dude, no, I like the uh, follow up. Tear to it that. apart. Um, I can't remember what it's called. I have it over there. It's got funeral on it. It's not very pop punk at all. It's kind of different. It's more like a yep. get up kids kind of thing by then. Yep. And uh, this one's going to hurt you. I mean, I think I bought this when it came out because hopeful. Oh uh, we even covered we even covered one of the songs uh, right when it first came out. I'm going to go with the good Charlotte Young and Hopeless and the Ooh. Hopeless. Just we did. We played uh, Lifestyles of the Rich and the Famous. Yeah. And that song, we have a performance of us performing that. Or we, ha- I'm sorry, we have a video of us performing that. Sorry, Correct. Bourbon. Yeah, the Bourbon crowd really uh, loved it. Uh, the crowd loved it. And I, I don't think I, I, I could get through it. I get chills when I hear that. Uh, okay. But uh, um, just shocking. Going back to listen to it, just... Uh, <laughs> juvenile just, lyrics. Just shock. Yeah, just not very good lyrically. I, I almost went really controversial here. But I I, did, I held it off my list, so I'm not even going to mention it. Oh come I think on! It would you upset have... the podcast no. audience so no. much. They know your character, John. Let's Bring it. Bring it. Take off your pants and jacket. Oh my God! Are Overrated. you serious? Yes. Jesus Christ, John Pierman. It was made in a couple of weeks, and it's and you know what? It sounds like it was made in a couple of weeks. Are it sounds you like fucking a bunch kidding of me? Songs. Oh Jesus Lyrically Christ. weak. Oh my gosh. Nothing really memorable on the record for me. Wow. Overrated. Jeez. You didn't what's have to the, share that. What's the best song on there? I don't know. <laughs> Dude, Roller Coaster. That's a great one. Anthem Part 2 is amazing. No. Nope. I know Rock Show is written in like 10 seconds, but that's yeah, still that's, a banger of a song. It sounds it. I mean, the lyrics honest. aren't the best. First date's embarrassing. Lyrically, the first date is embarrassing. I will agree. Yep. Totally. Go back and okay. listen. Well, I guess this is everybody a good was so. It's, I'm, a, I'm. I was in the same boat. Everybody was so excited that something new, Blake was coming out. You're blinded by it, John. I feel it like we all. When we were kids, dude, I feel like we were 
constantly playing that album. Oh, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, you loved it then, but you hate it now. Correct. Okay. It yes. hasn't aged well, is what you're saying then. No, it's not that. I just, uh, I, I grew. Okay. I grew to so hate it. So it hasn't, so it, oh, okay. <laughs> wow. I don't, I don't know that I've ever heard that uh, take. Um, yep. I told you to it's controversial. It. I, now I would, I wouldn't rank it above anything that's on my list. Otherwise, <laughs> oh my um, but God. it did pop in my head as something that uh, I find overrated. Wow. Yep. But hey, you know what? This is a good segue into my pick for album that okay. people hype up that I just can't stand. Well, I don't know that I just can't stand it, but I don't get it and I don't care for it. So this one's definitely going to come as a shocker. It's controversial. Peppers. And maybe some of the listeners of the pod won't be surprised by this because I've alluded to this in the past. But sure. the album that I could never fully get into is Blink-182's self-titled album. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> so I know this seems almost taboo. Uh, to say since it's like the most like most people out there think the self-titled album is the best version of Blink that we've ever seen. Uh, but for me, I was extremely let down. So for context, I got into Blink-182 right after seeing the What's My Age Again video at your house, John. I remember standing in your mom and dad's living room. That song came on MTV. The video came on MTV. I thought those dudes were hilarious. Mm -hmm. They shaved. Our, they shaved. They well, they may have shaved. Uh, it was they shared. Shaved. They sh they shared our type of humor, and like the other reason was because of Janine, the nurse. Like, but anyways, like I got into them during their enema era. Mm -hmm. Then the take off your pants and jacket era came, yep. and they I loved. Lost me. I loved that album. You said that you loved it though. At one point in time, you loved that album. Yeah. I'm cutting you off. Uh, so that was the Blink I loved. It was just like pure pop punk sound, right? And I wasn't ready to see it come to an end. And then I remember as a kid, I we were waiting for the self-titled album to come out. We knew an album was coming out. And I think the guys played, and you might be able to tell me if I'm right here, but I feel like, because you, me and Ryan were all together, and I feel like they played new year's eve on mtv or some other station and they performed feeling this and that performance i like absolutely loved it i was pumped for the album at that point then the album comes out and i go out and buy it and i play the whole album and i felt like the album was nothing like feeling this and it definitely was a departure from the previous two albums like everybody would agree with that I just felt like I was expecting one thing and I got something else and I was just let down. I felt like it was kind of like a bait and switch thing. I didn't, I wasn't happy. So I never I gave understand. the album a real chance after that. So yeah, that's why Blink-182 self-titled album tops my list of albums. No, Everyone likes, you, but I if, didn't. If you bridge take off your pants and jacket with box car, then I, the self-titled is a little bit more. Oh, it makes a little bit more sense. Oh, it makes all the sense that for sure. Into it, yeah. But at the same time, Boxcar and Blink One Eighty Two are two completely different bands with two sure. completely different sounds, at least at the time. Uh, because then, I mean, you could also say, you know, Plus Forty Four came out right after Boxcar, so who knows? You know, who knows at that time? But yes, I obviously 
self-titled was heavily more Tom DeLonge influenced than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just where his head was at that time. And, but yeah, I just, that, that album is probably at best fourth best record for Blink-182 on my list of Blink-182 albums. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's nothing you really. Put neighborhoods above it? Uh, maybe I'd have to go back and listen to neighborhoods. It's been a long time, but there's some good ones on that album. So I would put so. neighborhoods above take your pants off. So the only, I mean, for me, it's going to be, pants. I think, uh, enema, take off your pants and jacket. Great. Dude album Ranch. Title, though. I'm not going to deny that the, uh, Oh, album it's great, dude. It took me years to understand that that's what the joke was. Um, but, uh, I, I feel like my top three are enema. Take off your pants and dude ranch. Mm-hmm. I don't know what order for those. Probably depends on the uh, time of day. But yeah. there's no way Enema cracks the top. Th- or I'm sorry, yeah, I mean, there's no way that like the I... self-titled t- cracks the top three. Not even I don't close. go back and listen to Buddha a lot or anything either. You know, so no, uh, uh-uh. yeah. So all right, that's guys, my controversial that... take for the week. <laughs> those were our controversial takes, and that was fun. We need to do more controversial takes, dude. Mm-hmm. Don't hold back. I like, thought you were gonna say Weezer Blue album, but. I would say all Weezer albums. I don't think you've listened to Pinkerton then. Dude, I just cannot get into Weezer. They're, well, you need I, to try Pinkerton. I, and again, I don't want to sound like a total asshole, but I respect Weezer like no other. Like they've put in the work, they got pop punk and, you know, the scene to where they are too. Like they, they have their, they've made their mark and I respect that, but they're just, their music's just not for me. I can, it's just, Eh, I just Pinkerton. don't. It's not me. It's not for me. Pinkerton. Like I, I'll say this. I think their hit singles are just okay. Just okay. You need to listen to Pinkerton. I'm never gonna go and say, "Hey, play that Buddy Holly song." Uh, you won't ever hear me say that. That'll be the day. Is that what you're trying to uh, say? <laughs> okay. Uh, that Weezer Buddy Holly song. Oh, yeah. Do you hate Buddy Holly as well? I love Buddy Holly. Right. Not the song. The singer. Very important. Roller coaster, baby. Yeah, you need to listen to Pinkerton, I think. All right. I'll, I'll listen to Pinkerton this week, and I'll get back to you. It's all bangers. It's an <laughs> album full of bangers. Doubt it. I also listened to some Blue Album demos that were awesome, too. Okay. Where did you hear those? You yeah, was on YouTube. Okay. I'll look those up also. Send me those. Mm-hmm. Say and, it ain't uh, so. You don't like that? I'll report back. No. You hate saying my, so. my favorite Weezer song is Hash Pipe. Okay. Sweater song you don't like? Mm-mm. I mean, it, it sounds like he's singing off key. Like, barely on key. And I don't want to sound mean. Like, I don't, I don't, I hate talking like this. I don't like to be all negative, but that's, it doesn't do it for me. You hate Weezer. I don't hate Weezer. Weezer's not for me. Okay. Again, I respect Weezer. It you doesn't sound like them. I'm respecting them. Uh, but they're just, their music's not for me. Not even close. Like keep it away. All right. All right. Fuck good Charlotte. Let's go. All right. All right, guys, that'll do it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you're really digging our show, please consider helping us spread the word and leaving us a review on Apple podcasts and or on Spotify. A five-star review would be greatly appreciated. And please let us know what you're liking most about the show and also what you'd like to hear more of. So with that, Thanks again, and remember, spread love. Peace.